Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday the 10th of November and as usual, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. If you need to, you can pause the slideshow here and read our disclaimer in full. If you're listening on a podcast, you can head on over to marcustoday.com.au and read the disclaimer there. And if you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community, we'd love to have you on board so you can sign up for a 14-day free trial on the website. All right, well, we had uh, a slightly mixed and negative night in the US markets. It had to happen. I think NASDAQ is up 12 straight sessions. Uh, So we did see some profit-taking across the board. One or two results did also spook the market, some after hours, some during hours, and Tesla also falling heavily after that tweet from Elon Musk. Didn't seem to move prices too much in Tesla in the first day of uh, reaction to that tweet about selling 10% of the stock, but it did last night. So that dragged the uh, Nasdaq down. For the record, the Dow Jones closed down 112 points or 0.31%, 36,320. The Nasdaq down 0.6 of a percent, 96 points, 15,887. And the S&P 500 in the middle for diddle, as usual, but only just down 0.35%, 16 points to 46.85. And we're still seeing a little bit of a tickling higher of that VIX index, 3.25% higher, 17.78 there, just as people top up with a little bit of protection in the options market. SPY futures, as a result of all this, surprisingly up 20 points or 0.27%, 74.40, but would expect to see another wishy-washy kind of day that we saw yesterday with plenty of toing and froing, ups and downs, but uh, I think 20 points may be a smidge optimistic, but we shall see. In terms of commodities last night, we had Brent crude up 1.62%, $1.35 to $84.78. WTI up $2.22, better. So oil uh, back very much in favour at the moment. As is gold up 0.15%, building on those gains above 1800 That would be nice if it stays there, up $2.80, $1830.8. Iron ore continues to slip a little bit. Chinese obviously having their big uh, powwow this week. Gold, iron ore rather down 1.49% or $1.40 to 92.45. And the Aussie dollar slipping below 74 cents back to 73.79. In other commodities last night, we had copper down 0.8, nickel down 1.2, aluminium down 1.8, zinc up 0.3, lead down 0.7, tin pretty much unchanged for the tin price. As a result of all this, in mining stocks across the globe, Freeport McMoran was down 0.6, Alcoa down 3.3. We had Tech down 1.1, Anglo-American down 1.4, Glencore down 1.4, and Vale down 1%. And in New York, BHP in ADR form was down 2.4%, and Rio down 1.4%. So a little bit of sloppiness in resources, yet to see whether the banks will make up the difference and account for that 20-point rise. Here you can see the S&P 500 down 
and then pretty much uh, flatlined across the board uh, for most of the rest of the session. Very much eyes on results and earnings again. Uh, we did also see some PPI numbers coming out from the US, which was a little bit uh, on the high side, I have to say. And uh, does fuel that inflation argument yet again. As far as major stories go, US stocks snap. The longest winning streak in two years. Yields falling. Money coming out of uh, bonds at the moment. Surge in inflation leaving world's leading economies with their lowest real rates in decades. I've actually put a piece in today in Henry's take about interest rates going back to the Plantagenet Kings back in the 1300s in England and how basically long-term interest rates, and that is really long-term interest rates, have been heading down for the last, well, near 800 years. Value stocks disappoint as rising tech profits help growth stocks keep up the pace, and strategists cautious around the narrow breadth as the S&P 500 keeps hitting records despite fewer companies at peaks. And the S&P 500 and VIX seeing longest stretch of positive correlation in 14 months. And President Biden, of course, has not yet named the Federal Reserve Chief, whether Jerome Powell will get an extension of his tenure or whether we will get a new Federal Reserve Chief. Lael Brainard has been interviewed for The Post. Um, It is widely anticipated, though, that Jerome Powell will get the nod and maybe Brainard will get some supervisory uh, role as vice overseeing financial markets, which is very keen to tighten up. Fed cites risk of rising asset price inflation, slow COVID process, stable coins, and China real estate. Well, there you go. And the wolf at the door. New York Fed survey shows highest one-year inflation expectations in eight years series history. I've got a chart going back to the Plantagenets, and we're talking about an eight-year series history. Bond investors in disbelief as smaller central banks like BOE, BOC, and RBA dictate moves across the board. And Japanese developer Kaisha pleads for help and patience as property sector debt woes mount. What's on here today? We've got consumer confidence for October, for November rather. We also have Chinese October CPI and PPI. After hours in the US, Coinbase has fallen hard after revenue miss. And General Electric has uh, been pushing higher. I think it's a 52-week high. Said it would split into three public companies. And the much-anticipated Rivian IPO pricing has been announced. Uh, and it will start trading tomorrow on NASDAQ. But that one has been widely pushed on social media, to say the least. Every Facebook ad I get seems to be asking me how I want to get into the Rivian IPO. Tesla tumbles as Musk selling ways. Interestingly, his brother Kimball has uh, sold a portion of his shares the day before Musk tweeted. He sold 88,000 shares of his holding. I think it's only around 15% of his holding. But certainly uh, then Musk tweeted. So I suspect the SEC will be once again looking at Mr. Mr. Elon Musk's tweeting habits. Tesla fell 9.9% on the back of this. It had a modest 3% fall the previous day after he tweeted that he would be looking to sell 10%. But uh, today it fell 10%. Amazon was up 2.7%. The artist formerly known as Facebook Meta was down 0.8%. And Apple up 0.2%. It's hip to be square. Down 2.5%. And both Rio and BHP down, as I said, Rio 
1.5 and BHP 2.5. 10-year yields in the US have been crushed down to 1.43%. Australia back down to 1.77% and Germany back to negative 0.30%. And arbitrage desks have been big buyers of Sydney Airport. They seem to be happy with the return on the deal. Um, they're buying at 8.46-ish, hoping to pick up the 8.75. That does seem quite a risky way to make 30 cents if you're doing it in size, but I guess 30 cents is 30 cents, especially if you annualise it. But uh, there certainly are going to be some regulatory hurdles to get through from FIRB, the EU, and even the ACCC on this takeover. Chalice Mining was the big winner yesterday, a massive day yesterday as they unveiled their resource at their Julimar project. Uh, Big, big day. And now some commentators are suggesting this platinum deposit they have uncovered makes them a prime takeover target. Talking prime takeover targets, UMG, which is United Malt Group, which was a spin-off out of Grain Corp, where United Malt Group uh, does supply a lot of the craft breweries, etc., with their malt. That, too, is shaping up as a potential takeover target. We do get the results next Wednesday. And Ruslan Kogan has bought his mum and dad a $20 million home. Now, why is that important? Well, it's obviously important for mum and dad, but uh, last time he bought a big pile in Melbourne, I think it was an $18 million house, uh, there was uh, some accompanying share sales by Ruslan uh, to pay for that property. So it is possible that uh, he is shaping up again as a further seller of some stock to, uh, to pay for that. So just bear that in mind if you're looking at Kogan for a Singles Day bounce, I guess. We've got November the 11th, which is more Remembrance Day than Singles Day uh, in my eyes, but uh, certainly uh, Cyber Monday, Fridays, and whenever, uh, certainly in vogue in November. Question of the day today. This is something that Marcus and I have been toying with, so I'd love to get some feedback uh, from you guys. Would you like to see a Marcus Today International, a bit of an international focus? Uh, Obviously not as expert in international markets as we are in the Australian market, but certainly charts are charts, and we do get access to a a plethora of information about US stocks. It's probably a matter of narrowing down the universe slightly uh, in terms of what we look at, but uh, certainly something that we're toying with. We're going to bed down the portfolios that uh, Marcus has now rejigged and the ETF portfolio, and uh, then maybe in the new year, this is something that we will look at. But it'd be interesting to get your feedback. If nobody's interested and we'll go to other places for their sources, then we won't waste our time. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas, and insights there. I did have a uh, bit of a uh, fun contest to guess or forecast, in analyst terms, the closing Christmas Day price, uh, Christmas Eve price rather, for the ASX 200. And I've got around 110 odd entries. Those have closed now. Don't want any more, so stay away, children. Don't want any more entries. And uh, a bottle of bubbly or something might be on their way for the winner there nearest the pin. Podcasts, though, if you're listening to this on a podcast, you can subscribe to one of the four or two of the four or even three of the four or even all of the podcasts. Marcus Today Strategy Podcast. There is the On The Desk Podcast, a new one out yesterday, and the On The Couch Podcast, where I talk to CEOs and fund managers about their views of the market and their companies in particular. But uh, you can subscribe to any of those podcasts. You can go to marcustoday.com.au 
And if you're not yet a member, you can sign up for a free trial and you can always sign up to those podcasts on your favourite podcast app. That's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening and have a great day.